Welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricky Liordi. And I'm Danielle Galarno. And this is our third take of doing this intro since Danielle has the giggles, apparently. But in this week's episode, we had Greg O'Gallagher. Uh, if you're from the city of Toronto, you definitely know who Greg is. Greg kind of rose to, I guess, like social media fame uh, maybe five or six years ago when he released the Bruce Wayne video, YouTube video, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but he's a fitness entrepreneur. He's launched bunch of different supplements uh the i think it was called the hollywood body or the the superstar body something like that but it was crazy he like literally rose to fame in the fitness industry with millions of subscribers and followers across all platforms uh his line of supplements kino body is just absolutely crazy i've actually been taking it one of them recently i I have it there devin shout out to you gave me one um but yeah he's doing a whole bunch of things he also does clothing we talked uh we did talk boxers. We talked everything in this episode, and it is a very male-focused episode for all our female listeners out there. Yeah, it, it is fair to say that. Yeah, I just think it's a good warning it was, it was to a good, say. It like, boys-boys episode. Yeah, like, there is some points where I'm just sitting there, which was perfectly fine. It was a great episode. Yeah, he I was like, great to talk to. And he's very... when you Make sure you watch this video on YouTube, because when he talks, he's so into it. Like, he listens... I feel like he... When he's listening, he's like listening to my mind. He was very passionate yeah. about everything. And I think that's what stood out on him talking about his like craft and like yeah. his fitness journey and like how he like speaks to it and tries to inspire people by it because you can see it in his like his eyes, his voice, everything. And it's like his marketing tactics too are absolutely genius. Like, you know, everybody wants that movie star. I think it was the movie star body or the movie star, Hollywood movie star. Everybody like sees I don't know, Ryan Reynolds on TV and like oh I want his body. It's like well he captured that, you know, and really marketed himself and his he's obviously Jack too, which definitely helps. Uh, but he's made a full career for himself with many different lines of products and uh, revenue income. So good for him, Greg man. Thanks for being one of the boys, man. You're an absolute beauty too. Uh, we ended up uh, I've seen Greg out actually recently. I saw really? him out in Paris, Texas like last weekend. So anyways, shout out to you, Greg. Danny, you ready? Let's fucking go. But no, no, man, you're the guest, wherever you want to sit. And funny enough, funny enough, when we had Ryan Palmo on again, like two years ago, Ryan sat down in the middle. He's like, where do I sit? He's like, wherever you want. He's like, fuck yeah, I'm sitting in the middle, baby. Like, something jokes like that. But yeah, man, glad we finally got you on the podcast. Me too, bro. I'm pumped to be here. And man, I was, we were talking offline how it randomly happened. And even Danielle, Danielle's like, when did you book this? I'm like, yeah, just fucking randomly. I just feel like everything's been Paris, Texas lately. Like how you've met people. Literally, Par- yeah, yeah, Paris, Texas. I, I met the love of my life at Paris, Texas too. Who? Come on. Okay, okay well, I'm not talking about it on this. Okay, I can't say it on this. Can't say it on this. But yeah, I met like the love of my life at Paris, Texas, maybe like two months ago. Okay, the problem wow. is, did I it manif- like you, you, yeah. you might be a guy that's similar to me. Like, it's only been open for a month. Uh, mm. no, because my my tr- Iron Man was. It over opened a month like ago. yeah, July eighth. It opened right before Canada Day. Yeah. Anyways, hmm. so my uh, my strength. When, when it comes to girls, like my energy, my vibe, like when I'm in person with someone, I've, I've got an attractive uh, Aurora, I guess you can say. But this night I wasn't drinking. It was hot. Aura. It was sticky. Aura. What did I say? Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> so I was like, it was really hot and sticky and I was like gross. And I wasn't feeling myself. So she, I guess she doesn't, she wasn't really that attracted to me, but 
So we, we failed that one. But again, I met her at Paris, Texas that night. The aura was off the first time. And that's it. Fuck, I screwed up. First impressions. But then, the, but then the second time was I good? I haven't seen her since. I haven't seen her since. Oh, so, okay. So, so not nothing's happened. I'm not actually in love. <laughs> nothing's <laughs> happened. Okay. Not, not actually in love, but it's, it was one of those things. But yeah. It's interesting how that can happen. Like when your state is on, your aura is good, you can be so attractive. And if you're like not feeling it, you know? F- fuck. Do you know what? I'll tell this story too. Saturday night, I was at a wedding and like I put on this fucking suit that fits me perfectly. I had this like nice black shirt on. Trim my beard, hair, my hair's whatever short now, but like I looked fucking good. I felt good. I was like mm-hmm. feeling myself. I went out, man. I was just on one. I was getting looks. I was just feeling fucking top notch. Then you fast forward, and sometimes it's like you have other nights where you go and you're like, I don't feel so hot this time. But mm-hmm. no, Saturday night I was fucking feeling it. What do you think the key is? Oh, a couple different things. Fuck, great question, you know, Greg. Um, couple different things. I think you how you feel mentally that day has a big effect on how you feel physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also roles reverse the, how you feel physically also affects your mental state and your confidence. So I guess it's both of those. Cause I've had days where, you know, I've went out feeling like I look amazing, like physically. And I felt amazing mentally. And then I've had days where I've gone out and I'm like, my mental state is just not here. I'm just, I'm not smiling. My aura is not good. I'm just fucking just not on one today. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think that's it. I think that one, it's important to be present to the moment. The more present you are, the better you feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, definitely. If your head is somewhere else, you're not, you're thinking about something, you know, you're in a bad mood, whatever it is, you're going to be off. But when you're really present and that aura is the mistake a lot of guys make at the bar. If you, if you look around, they're standing there, they're, 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 their body language is opening up to everyone. They're looking around, they're looking, they're looking, they're looking, their value goes down, 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 down. If I'm actually by myself or with one buddy at a bar, I'm like, do not look anywhere. Don't look out at people face the bar we're looking here and then the women start to gravitate towards you if you're looking around it's seeking you're needy i have all the power i I have right here so like i tell my buddy don't fucking look i mean have you you tested this out this is fact (laughs) this is fact bro all right maybe maybe this is why i'm striking out so much lately (laughs) but but it's the same like this like think about like if i see two women they could be nines they could be tens it doesn't matter if they're just looking around for attention for a guy to approach them i'm not attracted they're needy well time seeking valid i don't come on you see a fucking supermodel fucking she's looking around like crazy like seeking i'm unattracted really could be a fucking 12 okay you're a better man than i am buddy you're a better man than i am my she doesn't she's not she doesn't need that validation okay let's hear it from a woman's perspective then danny what do you think i just never thought about it like that think about the last couple guys that you saw at the bar that you were really attracted to what made them attractive i haven't because every time i go out i go out with you and like with friends and i'm not looking for that they're laughing they're in the moment they're they're having their own party within each other they're not looking seeking it's the same thing look one of the biggest attraction triggers is pre-selection it's a guy that is already wanted by women so as soon as you're two guys looking around walking doing the lap you've already signaled to every girl that looks at you for a second you're not pre-selected you're on the search i okay i agree with that now because i find like too when i go out with my friends and let's say like they're going out to look for guys we end up number one having a like worse the worst night. night yeah that's fair but it's also like they end up not talking to guys I see both sides because there's nights where you go out with their friends and they're recently like my guy friends are recently single. They're looking, they're going out just to chase some tail. 
and they always strike out. But then, like, I'll get lucky or something. And I'm not the one that was like, look, I was like, hey, you're trying to wingman your buddy. Here's what you do, okay? Here's what you do. If you want to go out, you want to meet a chick. Maybe you even want to, like, you know, like really hit it off that <laughs> night. Just tell yourself before you go out, just tell yourself, we're not having sex tonight. No sex tonight. No taking anyone home. Not allowed. It's, and then all of a sudden, fucking tough, you're man. not looking for, but no, but that now that you're not looking for it, that's probably what's going to happen. See, I'm, I'm fairly lucky that a lot of times I go with Danny and like some of our other female friends and like, we're a big group. So normally we just go out to have fun. It's like sex is usually the last thing on the majority of our minds. Like it's like, we go out just to have fun. We're having drinks. We're getting drunk. We're dancing. We're singing. We're, we're being stupid. Uh, so sex usually isn't on our minds. Um, sometimes Devin, it just happens. De right? Devin over here, he does it right. He's got the whole group. He's having fun. <laughs> what are you talking? What Devin does it the worst? De so for those for those watching or listening, Devin's off off camera right now, but he's he's in the room. Devin just needs a mic right now. Yeah. Well. He he just falls in love like instantly every fucking time. Like instantly in love, game over. Like he's like one woman, and then a month later, next woman. A month later, next one, and in love with all of them. Like tatted up and everything. You know how many tattoos he's got a women's names on him. Uh, I I know. Did you really? Five. Five. Five shit, bro. Yeah. Shit, dude. I told him I was like, bro, why don't you just get my name tatted on you too? Fuck it. You get the whole team, the whole squad. <laughs> you know what? It's fun to watch. It's fun because Devin. Wait, sorry. Are you in a relationship or are you single? I'm. I'm not in a relationship. Okay, single. I am. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I. I. You know, I'm not in a relationship. That's right. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's a good answer. Yeah. Just in case somebody's watching, I get that. No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not like seeing anyone. So why? Why are you single then? Uh, well, for me, I was seeing someone for a while, um, that ended and you know what I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying kind of just being on my own right now. It's good. I, I, I agree with you. What do you think the best, uh, let me ask you, what do you think the best part about being single is? Well, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. And it, for a lot of people, the grass is always greener on the other side. Okay. So they have a girl or they have a boyfriend, they're in a relationship and they're like, oh, you know, they look back at the benefits of being single, being on their own, the freedom, X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden they get, they go through a breakup and now all they're thinking about is, oh, I, I miss being with the one, having the one. And so you actually want to do like the opposite. You want to like, act, like, here's the thing. If you are single soon enough, you're going to meet someone, you're going to be in a relationship and maybe even goes the distance. So you may as well enjoy being on your own now. And then, you know, so when you're with someone, it might not even last. So you might as well appreciate the time being with them. Everything is very, can be a lot more finite than people think. I agree. So, so when you're single, if you've gone through a breakup, actually enjoy it. Because a lot of guys are like moping around, oh, you know, I want to, you know, they want a girlfriend. It's like, bro, you might meet a girl and you might be with her for the rest of your life. So enjoy being single now. 100%. The best part about, you know, the best part about being single is, uh, you know, it's time to be with yourself. You don't have that person you talk to every day that you kind of feed into. So you really have to just develop more. Uh, you have to just really be there for your own self. Take care of your own mental health, you know? I, I agree with that. But I want to hear it now a woman's perspective. No, no. I actually just got sent a podcast clip to like our girls singles group. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> like it's like a group of us that are single still. They just share wine, like wine <laughs> deals and memes. No, And uh, it was a podcast clip of this like fairly older older man talking about this i don't know what he does or where he comes from but he was literally saying people seek validation in relationships and when you're out of a relationship you're still seeking that validation and trying to get into that next relationship still searching for the next guy and that's what you're constantly doing so you're going out you're trying to find someone you want to be in that relationship but 
it's enjoying that everything now when you're single is just as good as when you're in that relationship mm. and until you're able to actually enjoy it single mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to like actually get to that stage and be in that next relationship and make it last so okay. until you can like physically be happy being single and enjoy the time it's never gonna like move forward and it it's actually like made a lot of sense it's a hundred percent and if if you do have that void and if you're chasing something in a relationship a girlfriend a partner then eventually like temporarily that girlfriend i'm looking at devin right <laughs> now just kidding <laughs> Te but te but temporarily that girlfriend or boyfriend can fill that void but it will not last forever right and so if you're not full when you're single then when you get that relationship it's going to feel good for a while but then eventually you'll just go back to that initial set point of feeling like you're missing something i i couldn't agree more i think the biggest thing about when you're being when you're single you have to learn to fully love yourself because if you don't fully love yourself you can't fully love anybody else like you know they say when you're on the airplane if the airplane goes down it's like you put your mask on before you help others because you can't help others if you're not whole it's like you mm -hmm. can't give to others unless you've got enough to give so I've always said this, imagine if you get in a relationship and you're only at 50% of your best and you're trying to give to others. Well, what are you giving? You're giving 50% version of yourself. That's a, like, you're almost doing someone a disservice if you don't love yourself and you're not your best self. Like I've had so many times where I've canceled plans or canceled dates and I've used the excuse, it's not even an excuse, it's the truth or it's like, hey, look, I just, I'm not 100% today. I don't want to show up at 80% or 70% because I don't want to give you this lesser version of me because then it's like it's it, we're doing nobody a favor here like it's a disservice to me because i'm better than this and it's a disservice to you because i'm not giving you the best version of myself so we both lose so i'd rather just cancel let's reschedule to a day where either right. i'm feeling better or we can do something better and i can give you a hundred percent of me because i and never want to be anything less than a hundred percent of myself and you know what relationships are quite nuanced because on some level, that's true. And then on some level, you want to meet someone. And even though you're still growing, you want to be able to grow with each other and then not use that as, hey, I'm, I'm not at my highest level, so I'm not ready to meet. So it's a little bit of like it's nuanced, you know, it can be a little bit of yeah, both. That's fair. But I think yeah. at the same time, you, when you when you love yourself the most and you meet someone that can help you grow and you meet someone that's on your level, I think what you do together is like a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but you always hear people say, I was so happy before I met the love of my life. And then I was even happier. I didn't know there was this new level of happiness. And hmm. I know that's how at least I'll know when I meet. I'm single, too, obviously. That's all. No, I meet my person when I meet someone that just makes me a better person than I already am right now. Because right now, I think I'm at 100. I think I'm Good. literally at the best fucking version of myself. When I meet someone who makes me a better version, then I'm like, yeah, fuck, it's done. It's over. So I'm a 28 year old single woman. The first thing anyone ever says. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she just aged herself. No, but the first thing anyone ever says, whether it's family, friends, it's, or are you dating anyone? Are you seeing anyone? The oh, first question. Some, when you yeah. haven't seen someone Sorry, in a Greg, while. how old are yeah. you, by the way? Uh, I'm going to be 32 pretty soon. Okay, so roughly the same age. Yeah. And even like when we're going out with friends, I have some friends that are always constantly being like, oh, we're going to find you someone tonight. Why can't we continue to do the things that we're doing now and still be happy? Just because you're in a relationship and I'm not in a relationship doesn't mean I'm just as happy as you. Mm -hmm. And I find that it's like constantly being told in our head on a day-to-day -day basis, you're not happy until you are in that relationship. But it's mm. not true. It's a mental state of like how you're feeling and yeah. how your life's going. It, it is mm -hmm. interesting to say the least. You know, like I feel like society puts such pressure on, especially women. 
in your late twenties, like it's just society. You got to get married. Definitely. You got to kids. Like whereas guys, nobody, nobody asked well, me. Because we do have a timeline. You guys don't have that timeline. You guys can have kids into their, and again, ki- women are having kids later on in life, but then they're also hitting 35, not being able to have kids. And then they have to go through IVF and all these other treatments. And they're, there's not a whole other issue. Yeah. So there's just two sides. To there it. was some guy that had a baby at like 85. 85. Guys can Sylvester's, have kids whenever. Sylvester Stallone. Or as long, long as your sperm but, still but you know working. What? But you do want to be like, you know, you do, you don't want to be too old. You don't want to have a kid at 70 and then, you know, you're like, uh, you want to be able to work out with your kid, play sports and stuff. So. I, I Playing sports with my kid would be like the biggest thing. Like, yeah. I can't wait to have like a little Johnny or Steven or whatever the hell his name's going to be or Jessica, Samantha and be able to just play baseball, play soccer, whatever, pickleball, whatever sport they want to play because I think that'd be unbelievable. Hunt, dude, 100%. Okay, Robert De Niro just had a kid. Is that what you were looking up? That's what I was looking looking up. I knew it was 79. I knew it was someone that just had it in April. Good for him. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to pivot because I do want to talk about fitness now and your line, Devs actually gave me the mojo. I've tried it. I've taken it. Awesome. When did this whole fitness journey start and then when did the keynote stuff start? The fitness journey started at a very, very young age. I was... Like, were you always fit or no? Well, I was always drawn into the idea of working out and fitness. I thought it was so cool. Even as a kid, I I was into the Van Damme, Stallone movies, and I was like, I want to be jacked. And so I would do push-ups at a very young age, 10, 9, 10 years old. I saw my uncle one day doing push-ups with his feet up on on a chair at my cottage. And I was like, I want to try that. So I was very drawn in. And so I started doing some random exercises as a little, little kid. And then I started lifting weights consistently at 13, 14. And so I started very, very young. And then I think at 15, I realized, holy shit, you know, I could do this for a career, help people transform. And so I was very drawn in fitness, very, very young. Um, And then over the years, I started to really craft my approach to fitness, like kind of my thesis on fitness. But it started at a very, very young age. Were you an athlete? Like, did you play any sports? I mean, I, I grew up playing hockey a lot. So I played hockey, um, a little bit of rugby here and there, and I got into, like, some jujitsu and boxing. But, like, I don't really identify as being, like, a... I never really, like, I had... I was more into actually training than the sport. Because it's rare. Most people work out because of their sport. You just played sports, but you were just working out. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, a lot of people, and that's that's like, like, that's how I got into working that, out. That's like, how. Like, I remember when I was younger, I didn't really know what to say because like I would do these intense workouts. People are like, well, what are you training for? Well, I'm not training. Like I'm not really training for rugby. I'm not really like sure. I do some boxing, jujitsu, but I'm not like doing all these workouts for my training. I'm like. I'm training because I love it. I'm training because I think it's so cool that we can, our body can build muscle, get stronger, look better, get healthier. Why wouldn't I? So I'm training for myself is what I'm doing. Agreed. You know? I agreed. I started, so I started working around 15, 16. And you start because like you're doing dry land training and hockey, like plyometrics and all that shit. And then I started working out because my brother started swimming and started to get super jacked. And I looked at him, and I'm like, yo, his body looks fucking sick. And like swimmers can get really jacked really quickly. Cause again, you're burning out 2,000, 3,000 calories, but you're also like building crazy muscle. So he got really jacked. I remember joining the gym when I was like 15 or 16. And back then there was still that stigma. It's like you can't lift weights until you're like 18 years yeah, old. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you started working out pretty young. Like, I started very young. Like lifting weights. Like, is that a stigma or is that like. 
the truth. I don't know. Is what a stigma? Like you know, working say, out, like, like lifting that, weights is bad for you. At it'll a stunt young your age. growth. Like oh yeah, no, that's like that. that's been largely disproven. Um, strength training is very beneficial, even as a 13, 14 year old. The idea that it stunts your growth is wrong. Like if you're a 14 year old that's lifting unsafely with bad form, a lot of weight, that's really really bad. But um, there's more compression on your growth plates from jumping than doing a squat or doing a push up or doing a bench press. And same thing, doing a push up and doing a bench press is to the to your body essentially Almost the, same the same thing. thing. So it's it's totally safe if you use correct form and you don't want to do any crazy overstraining. Um, so lifting weights is is largely beneficial. But you know, back to that question of you know why work out if you're a, if you're a 16 year old, maybe you're playing sports, but why are you working out? I think that you know. The reason I worked out is because as men, you want to build yourself up. You want to have something special. Like we're wired to become valuable. And as a 16, 17 year old, you're not going off and building a multi-million dollar company. And so the reason to train was for me was simple. I wanted to separate from the pack. You know, it was like that ad I did where I was, I was talking about, you know, who else, who else in fitness is showing blood work, DEXA scan elite level lifts, transformations, transformations. And so, you know, as a teenager, I just, I didn't want to be average. I didn't want to fit in. I didn't want to just settle, you know, and I'm looking around, you know, we're doing these fitness classes. These guys are out of shape. They're huffing and puffing. They're doing 10 push-ups. I'm like, what is this? You know, our society has gotten soft and weak and I want to separate from the pack. I got inspired. And it's funny because largely our society is trying to like shame people for aspiration and, and kind of soften everyone's desires. I got inspired when I saw some movie character that was in insane shape. It was never like, oh, he's setting unrealistic expectations. I'm like, fuck it. I don't think it doesn't matter how jacked he is. That inspires me. I want to go and push my body and see how far I can go. So I love the aspirational aspect. And, you know, you know, there's you can make money. You can do a million things. But building your body is the most valuable. This is the one body you have. You take it with you everywhere you go. It affects you, not just your strength and how you move, but it also affects your mind. When you work out, you push your body, you feel better. Your dopamine dopamine levels are higher. You feel more confident. If you build an amazing body in the gym, what have you proven to yourself? You've proven you've done something that so few people can do. You can take that exact same thing and apply it into the career goals you have, into learning some new skill. You know that if you put in the work, you have a little bit of a discipline and you show up day in, day out and, and you track, you know, and, and you focus, you can get the result. And that's the most powerful thing people learn. I think every single teenager out there should focus on getting very fit. Every, every male teenager out there should work on getting to 15 pull-ups. If you can prove to yourself, you can go and do 15 pull-ups, you'll have so much confidence to apply in any other aspect of life. Seriously, if you're a 20-year-old, 15-year-old, focus on that one thing. If you hit it, you will have so much more confidence. Man, I have so many points to talk about because that was a great, and I didn't want to cut you off because you were rolling there. Mm-hmm. I have so many, okay, first off, the confidence thing is so key. Like the, it, Working out builds confidence. I don't care what anybody says. When you look in the mirror and you're like, fuck, I look good, that's there's nothing better the second thing you said about how like when you were younger you saw these like trainers i like couldn't fucking do 10 push-ups and stuff i'll never forget going to good life at uh, 27 and 7 up in vaughn this is about fuck, I don't know, 10 years ago now and i did a spin class and the instructor's definitely not fit like a little bit overweight i don't i don't care you know you do you 
But this lady, she's on the bike. She gets off the bike after five minutes. She and she's looking at me. She's like, "Push! You got this. You think you're so fit? Climb up that hill. Climb up." I'm like, you fucking climb up the hill. You get back on the bike. Are you fucking kidding me? Because she's like, "Oh, you think you're so fit?" And she was like doing it to like motivate me. You think you're fit? Come on, climb that hill. You fucking climb that hill. I swear. But I was so cheesed. I was like, "How? Like, would you go to a dentist that had bad teeth? No, you fucking wouldn't. Like, are you gonna?" Why would you go to a personal trainer that wasn't fit? You know, like, how are you, mm. how are you a personal trainer that's not fit? Unless you're, like, pregnant or something else. Okay, different. I understand that. But even there's, like, fit pregnant people. Because fitness, and you said it, it shows dedication. It shows, it shows courage. It shows discipline. All these key factors. And I've always said this. And so on TikTok, I'm a single guy. I talk about dating. I've always said my partner needs to be fit. It's not just about the physical aspect of it. It's the idea that the, in their mind, they care about prolonged life. They care about their body and how they feel physically and mentally. They care about all these things and they have the discipline to do it because you can't just work out for a month and get jacked. It's not possible. You can't work out for two months and get fit. You can't work out. It takes time and it takes a long time to consistently do it. And it's not just about going to the gym. It's about your diet. It's about your sleep, your water, all these other aspects. So if you can get fit, you and you know you can and you have that discipline. There's so many other things you can translate that to. So there were so many other things you said. I, I wanted to cut you off. I was like, fuck, he's well, on the wrong. You know what? It, it's it's it, that's always been, you know, when I was younger, the motivation, like I wasn't training to to for general health and longevity. You know, I think a lot of 20 year olds are trying to look jack, man. Trying to yeah, it's to separate from the pack. Um, the same way. And there's you know, there's four ca main categories in life. There's health, wealth, love, and happiness. And, you know, twenty-five percent of that is your health. And if you get a great body, you build your health, it's gonna improve your love life. It's gonna improve your ability to go out there, build connections, make money, etc. And it's gonna improve also your happiness. When you wake up and you look in the mirror, like, you know, fuck yeah, you know? Because it holds you back on an unconscious level. If you don't feel at least content with where you are in your fitness and you feel like you're going down the wrong direction, you haven't been consistent with the workouts, you're kind of off on your diet, maybe even gaining weight. You could have the money, you could have a right good partner, but at the end of the day, you wake up, you look in the mirror and you're just, you're not confident. You haven't given yourself that permission to really be happy. And so that can hold you back. Even if everything else is going pretty well, it just, it affects you like on a day-to-day -day level. And so it's important. It's such a powerful feeling to be like, well, damn. And you know, hey, you don't have to be, 6% body fat or, you know, bench 300 pounds, but at least when you get your fitness on a good point where you're getting your steps in, you're following a good nutrition plan, you're hitting the gym, you're making progress, looking better every week. At least you're, you're, at least then you're like, well, damn, you know, we're getting closer, we're getting closer. And it's like a weights off your shoulders. You feel so much better about yourself. And to that, it's, it's not always about just hitting the gym and doing personal best. It's like, Hey, going for hikes with your friends, spending time, going for runs, walks, getting your steps. in. like, I know, when the Apple Watch came out, like the 10K steps like became like a, a big trend all of a sudden. This is like five, 10 years ago, whatever. And I know so many people that every single day, their goal is 10,000 steps and they do it no matter what. Even if it's nine o'clock and they're at eight, they'll go for a walk just to get those 10,000 steps because it it, it's true, right? The more you move, the better you are. And like, it helps with so much, your sleep. It helps with how you feel, your bones, your muscles, like everything. And when you stop moving, you stop taking care of your physical self, your mental health suffers. When your mental health suffers, fucking literally your whole life suffers. Like your job, your relationships, your social life, your family, everything else will suffer when your mental health is off. And one of the big things about mental health is physical health too. They go fucking hand in hand. Yeah. 100%, man. 100%. It's, just, it's just interesting to see because I know like obviously not everybody cares about physical health, right? Like not everyone prioritizes it like people like me or you or whatever. But you know what? It doesn't take as much effort as people think. 
like to, to get maximum benefits, a lot of people think they got to be in the gym hour and a half every day. They got to eat some brutal diet. It's not that hard. Even if you can just go and lift weight strength train twice a week, hit key compound movements twice a week, that will do so much for you. Okay, if you can just tighten up your nutrition a little bit, just get a little bit more, you know, do maybe, a, I like to do a five hour fast from when I wake up, have my first meal five hours later, you know, you can eat a healthy lunch, a nice dinner. I have dessert every single night. I'll have like some chocolate or some cookies every single night and I'll just fit it into my calories. And I just, I hit weights two or three days a week and I get lots of steps and I eat some chocolate at night and it's really easy. It's not that hard. So let me ask you, what would be three tips then for someone listening who's not, let's say, doesn't love the gym. They don't. They don't really care to them. What would be three tips that would help them get in better shape? Like what are the the easy three ones? Well, if and I I think the gym is really fun. You know, so I do think I. that I agree. Yeah. I if agree. if you've been told you got to be in the gym for two hours a day, obviously it's not fun. But if you go in twice a week, you hit a few key movements. You know, some incline dumbbell bench press, some pull ups, some. Romanian deadlifts, Bulgarian split squats, if you track your weights and you focus on improving, the reason people don't love the gym is because they have a negative view of it. They, they view it as is all this work and the benefits aren't that high. If you can actually get all the benefits you want in two workouts a week, show up, get stronger, you're gonna get addicted. A lot of people fall in love with my training because there's a method to the madness. It's not just do all these different workouts and feel exhausted and sore. It's like, all right, this week we're adding one rep here, then we're adding five pounds, then they get addicted to the game of leveling up. So focus on tracking all your workouts. Do less, but track it. Most people, even if they're in the gym six days a week, they don't get results because they're not tracking anything. They go back to the gym, they do the exact same amount. You know, they do the same weight and reps every time. Do less, track it, push a bit harder to get that extra rep, extra five pounds. And, and then also there's a certain way to think about lifting that gets way more fun when people do cardio and they're thinking about weight loss they're like okay well i burned 600 calories okay so now i have a little bit more room to work with with weight training what you're doing is let's say you lose 10 pounds if you didn't do strength training you would lose a good chunk of muscle if you did strength training then you would retain much more muscle so you'd actually lose more body fat and let's say you're let's say you've been Maybe it's the holidays. Maybe you're eating too many calories every single day. You weren't strength training. Well, guess what? You're putting on mostly body fat. But now you've been doing those two intense or three intense workouts a week. Now those extra calories, you're going to gain some more muscle. So strength training is improves your body composition so that when you're losing weight, you lose more fat, you maintain more muscle. And if you're gaining weight, you gain a bit less fat and you gain a bit more muscle. So there's a massive impact. Nothing else as far as exercise has a bigger ROI for, for the amount of work as strength training. Whether you're a woman that wants to lose weight, whether you're a guy that wants to build muscle, it is the highest ROI activity you can do, far beyond cardio. Well said. What's that, kind of on topic, off topic, what's your favorite, like, one exercise? You are personally, not what's the best for everybody, just you personally, what's your favorite? My favorite would be like a shoulder press. Really? A shoulder, yes. I like a shoulder press. In fact, I've never heard anybody say no one's. You know what's fucking shoulder press gets me hard. In the, the, morning. the the early days of strength training. Strength training has not been like like dumbbells and barbells has not been around for as long as many people think. The bench press came much later. Before the bench press uh, was a thing, strength was largely about lifting an object overhead. It was about you know 
overhead pressing. And so men would build these really big shoulders, strong traps, and more of a compact chest. And then when the bench press was developed, men started kind of just lying down and just focusing on their chest all day. And that's why if you see a lot of lifters these days, they have these big chests and smaller shoulders. I do the opposite. I do, I focus largely more on the shoulder press, some, a little bit of incline. And I find you get a much harder, more aesthetic physique. I know this because when I was younger and I saw actors like Brad Pitt and Troy and Ryan Reynolds, they looked super aesthetic and I would do, do my bodybuilding routines and I would never quite look like that because it was so focused on chest and flies and shoulders as an afterthought. I'd get the big puffy chest and my shoulders would be average and then I reversed it, focused on getting lean and building the shoulders and that creates sort of that, if you look at any of my before and afters, my transformations, they all kind of look like plate of armor chest, rounded delts. It's a specific training. So I think men need to focus on getting stronger on an overhead press. Did, did you learn all this like through the school of like trial and error? Did you actually like, go to school for any of this? Cause like, obviously you know what you're talking about, but like, did, how'd you learn this? I was very, very like fitness was always my highest value. Even as a 12 or 13 year old is my highest value. So I, I've been reading nonstop in health and fitness since I was 12 or 13. And then I did a massive period of trial and error testing different things, trying this workout, trying that workout. Um, that's really, and, I, and I've, I've, I've learned from some of the top experts. I've learned from like some, some of the smartest people in the, in the health and nutrition field. And I've subscribed to different, you know, research reports and stuff like that. But most of my philosophy has been sort of my own trial and error, learning from a handful of people, testing things out and just kind of creating what worked for myself and then sharing that with my my clients my followers and then seeing their results and then tweaking it and then you know it's worked brilliantly 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 we've had through my programs hundreds of thousands of people go through them and i, I walk down the street with devin we have people coming up saying holy shit i did your greek god program. i gained 20 pounds of muscle it changed my life it's like non-stop i can't go out in toronto or any major city and not have at least two or three people come up to me telling me your program has changed my life. Like uh, there's no cap, like hang out with me for a day. You'll see it firsthand. That guy was like, like he, no, I, I, I couldn't believe it. It's, it was almost like I, like it, I, he was like, like his eyes, like, but like, you changed my life. Like, and it felt so present. Like it wasn't like, Oh, you're like, Oh, thanks man. I did your program. It was sick. It was like, like it was from the heart, man. That doesn't happen every day, but like, from the even in Barcelona, like this stuff has had such a massive impact because I've simplified fitness. I've 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 made fitness really exciting for people that maybe were disenfranchised. Well, hey, I'm not an athlete. Hey, I'm not training for longevity. I'm not trying to do a marathon. You know, I'm not I'm not looking for weight loss. I've captured men that were like, I want to separate from the pack. I want to look like a movie star. And guess what? I don't want to have to carry around six boxes of Tupperware every day. And so all of those people were like, shit, this is what I want to do. And we've had hundreds of thousands of people go through it and it's real. It's sick. I, well, I guess, cause I remember the first time I ever saw you was, I think it was like a Batman esque ad. I yeah. think this is <laughs> yeah. like what? Five, six years ago, 2015. Know. So fuck eight years ago now. Yeah. When did like that whole idea start? And then that must have kind of catapulted your fitness career. Cause you got what, like how many followers do you have? I don't know. You got so many. Yeah. Now I have like over a million. Um, but, and I remember like your, like your videos did big numbers too. Yeah. I was back in like 
my YouTube days. So essentially, I was running my, my, my Kino Body business for you know a few years and it was really growing. We were getting lots of people signing up. Like it was blowing up. And I wanted a three minute video that anyone in the world could watch and they'd be like, okay, I get it. This is, this is his, this is what he does. This is what separates him. Cause before I had lots of videos talking about, you know, training three days a week, fasting, all of these different key elements. And so I wanted to put it in one three minute video, but I wanted it to almost feel like a movie tra trailer. I wanted American psycho Christian Bale monologue to meet like Bruce Wayne visuals and uh and the idea wait so did you go to like a director like this this is my idea Christian Bale American Psycho meets Gotham City Batman fuck yeah Bat I did is that what you <laughs> yeah I, I I I was at a you know it's always good it's always good to go out like try and go out and meet people like one of the th ways I would build my social circle when I was younger is we do like these two dinners a month. I'd invite someone cool, someone else invite someone cool, and you just get all these different people together. Yeah. It's really important, especially as a guy, your your friend circle is that important, like the five people closest to you. And I remember feeling disenfranchised. I don't, you know, I, where's that friend circle? So I'd start meeting someone, I'm like, hey, let's go get dinner, invite two cool people, I'll invite someone. And we started doing these dinners. And then once, one time I got invited to this other dinner, and, uh, and it's this guy, Vince, uh, who's also in fitness. And his brother had a video camera and was filming. And I asked Vince, I was like, yo, is, is he good with the camera? And he's, and he's like, yeah, yeah, Mikey's great. He's great. And I'm like, I talked to Mikey. I'm like, let's get dinner. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I want to do a video about Kino Body, American Psycho meets Bruce Wayne. And let's do it. And then, uh, and then we worked it out. And this was in 2015. And like, I did not know what to expect, okay? I, did, cause I just thought he was going to show up with his, with his camera. And I was like, you know, he's like, it's Vince's brother. Is he just hooking up with a camera, giving a job or is he actually good? And so like we start shooting at like seven in the morning and I don't get up early. Like I'm up early and all of a sudden you like see a van pull up. He's got a guy with a stabilizer, a guy with a drone. There's like a big team coming up. I'm like, oh shit, this is real. It's like eight years ago too. It's so like drones weren't everywhere like drones, they are now. Yeah, it wasn't there. This is real. And we finished this day of filming. Like, and, and it's interesting when you, you don't realize like a lot of the filming, it's like I'm walking in the kitchen, just like I'm doing like a simple walk. We finished, we finished this day of filming. It took like eight hours. And, uh, and then I get, I get the, the final cut. Like he did it fast. He was like, boom, like a few days later. And then I remember like I was, I was seeing a girl at the time, Christina or whatever. And, uh, and like I show her the video, I'm like, the video came in, let's watch it. And she was like, fuck, that's good. That's like a movie trailer. Yeah. Hey, Danny, do you know what we're talking about? No. Okay. We got our show. I feel like I guess most, and you would have been young at that time too. So you might not have seen it and you probably didn't care for shit like this, but I remember seeing, it, I was like, Fuck yeah, I get it. It, it used I to get have, it. It, when it, when the first cut actually had like a full on ass shot. Like I was doing the shower, <laughs> and it was like I had like I had the ass shot in it, and then I was like, I, "That's I, really I, that American Psycho." Yeah, eh? it was very full. We went full full blown, but I was like, you know what? Like that's not very YouTube this, friendly. This might not go viral because it's gonna get flagged, and I don't won't be able to run this an ad. So we had to cut out. We had to like cut out the the ass shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So after that, that that went mega viral, and this is before yeah. like TikTok viral days, right? Like this yeah. is old school YouTube, Facebook, Instagram was around in 2015. Yeah. 
Instagram like, was around, but it was different. You know, there weren't the reels and the videos, just photos. I don't even know if you could DM. You know, you could DM in 2015. There was a time when Instagram, you couldn't even DM. I don't even know. Do you know that? I remember when you couldn't DM on Instagram. No, but I don't even know by 2015 yeah. if you could. 2015, I think you could. Actually, I know for a fact you could. Because <laughs> the girl that I was seeing, I definitely DM'd. So, that's it. That's yeah, it. But, but 2013, there was no private message so 2015 this video comes out goes viral like well how did that was your business already successful at this point or did that like catapult your my business? business was actually very successful i i i and was, it was a, sorry I, it was called kino body right kino body i've written about four fitness courses i created the first ever like physique quiz which uh has been super used I mean, there's a big companies that, that do, you know, uh, big numbers with the quiz. I was the first one to do a quiz. I was, I was doing, uh, I, w- I was doing seven figures before I did that Bruce Wayne video. Oh shit. Yeah. So it was doing all right. legit. Yeah. I was, I didn't spend any you money. What? You would have been, you would have been like 23. Yeah. 24. Okay. Yeah. No, it was big, but then things like tripled, um, with the Bruce Wayne video. It like, I remember there was like, even like, I just, I had this one guy that I, that I was friends with named Shash. And I was like, bro, like, just, just, just run this, just run this on Google. Like, I was like, don't worry about targeting, just target everyone, just run this ad on Google. And I remember like, it was going nuts. Like we were selling a $47 product and you know, we spend maybe two, three K a day and I was doing five times that. It was like insane. That didn't last forever. Um, Obviously. Yeah, but there was a, there was a, like a money printing era where you could print money with paid traffic it's that door is closed a long time ago um but it was nuts so people just see the ad they'd see your video bruce wayne video it goes to your fitness plan which was like a month a and, month and it was so much cheaper you could just target everyone like i remember i was sitting at a starbucks i was having an americano and then i see these four girls looking at the computer laughing looking at me laughing and then i'm like what is going on like i was like what and then one of them came over and she's like are you that actor from that ad <laughs> <laughs> are you are, are you, you, are you they, the American Psycho Batman? She didn't because they didn't know what it was. They thought it was a commercial. They thought it was an actor in a commercial. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's me. And then no, it it went nuts. And then it was like the the real Bruce Wayne title. I knew it took off because when I was walking down Toronto at night, I would I I would wear like my in, in the the video I had like this I'd wear like these black joggers, this white shirt, gray carnigan, my like hair. And I just remember hearing like people calling, it's the real Bruce Wayne. It's the real Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I didn't know how to react. And this is before, yeah. like, again, this is before like viral moments now. Like be- going viral back then was like you were on like MTV ridiculousness or something. Yeah. But you know what? That was a different time period. That was a time period where you can make one banger video and it had it had a massive wave effect. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Now it's a different thing where you just got to create so much content. The idea of doing one awesome banger is doesn't not, exist it doesn't anymore. exist anymore. But that was a time when like, what if dollar share, shave club, dollar beer, like people were, could do like one hit and crush it. And that was like a year's worth of advertising. It was a year. One video. Yeah, one video. You cannot, yeah. I mean, maybe you could do some longer successful, but it's just, now you just gotta get so much repetition and, and quantity. Now it's even more about like kind of building a story. It's like a long-term story with like many different scenes or characters. You got to do a podcast. Yeah. You got to clip the reels. You got to hit people 10 times a day, you know? Gets it. You got to do a Gets lot. It. It's a lot of work these days. Back Fuck, then, I, I want to go back to me. 2015. Fuck, Make I a wish little... I did this shit back then. This would yeah. be nice. One video a week or something? One video a month? 
Yeah. Imagine that, Danny. Dude, that was epic. Our, our lives would so be easier, eh? Way easier, yeah. No, okay. So then when did this stuff happen? When did the protein and the... Yep. So... What, 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 tell us what the full line. Tell us all about. So it's interesting because I was not... Like, I had a lot of issues with a lot of supplements that were out in the market. Uh, pre-workouts had way too much caffeine. The ingredients were under... The real ingredients were underdosed. They would have a lot of artificial sweetener and ingredients. And so I was talking with a friend of mine who also had his own company. And uh, he's like, why don't you do supplements? I'm like, well, you know, I wouldn't want to white label them. I don't believe in a lot of these different supplements they're doing. And so well, what if we could create your own? And I said, then I said, fuck yeah, I'd do, I'd do it. And I knew exactly what I'd want to put in it because, um, you know, one of my friends created a, a really cool website called Examine that has, it, it basically collects all of the different research around different ingredients, different utility, the benefits. And it's a very cool site called examine.com. And I remember being like, you know what? If you create a pre-workout with the right amount of caffeine, L-citrulline for blood flow, L-theanine and a few other things, that would be awesome. And we created the samples and I took it and it was like better than I imagined. And so we launched the pre-workout Octane, which feels amazing. It's no crash. You feel like that smooth, euphoric boost in energy. This one? Yeah, you get a couple more reps, especially your last couple sets. You get a couple more reps and you feel good. And you feel, you feel awesome. Like L-theanine works so well with caffeine. If you have any issues with caffeine, jittery, uh, stuff like that, wired, the L-theanine is very calming. And so then we made the pre-workout. And then, uh, you know, I believe in like there's some cool benefits with collagen protein. Um, you know, human beings were kind of meant to have more... Uh, you know, rich amounts of glycine and proline and bone broth and stuff. And so most humans aren't getting that. I'm not, I'm not doing big stews with, with, with bones and cartilage. And so I started doing the collagen, which is good for your hair, skin, nails, joints. It's more filling and satiating, which I like. And then really the real, like the one that's been blowing up that I love the absolute most is actually the mojo. That's the one I have. Dev gave me one, what, last month? A couple that, months ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, the mojo's really like oh my god it, it it is it it makes a big difference so basically right now it's crazy but men's testosterone levels are down they're down 40 percent from the 80s they've been dropping and there's a number of reasons why that is and you know what sorry sorry because you know this is great because i was just about to say why do you think men's testosterone is dropping has you're saying and it's like here are the reasons why so, fuck great <laughs> Greg, great well, job here. Keep going. No, no, no. Keep going here. Don't want, yeah, yeah. You no. look at me when you're done. This is great. I mean, look, like we don't know like precisely exactly why. It's all speculation. Now, you know, as you, as if you have a higher body fat and men today have largely become weaker and more overweight. And That's if you have fact, a, yeah. a higher body fat, your testosterone levels are down. So the, the more taut your waist is, the better it is for testosterone production, lower estrogen in men. Um, but besides that, besides lifting weights, besides, you know, being lean, um, there's way more estrogenic compounds in our foods, in our water, in our environment. It's nonstop. Uh, we're exposed to, you know, even having your phone in your pocket, right? You're exposed to radiation. The more time your phone is in your pocket, it's bad. Um, foods have phthalates in them. There's all these different endocrine disruptors in our environment. Um, and so you're nonstop bombarded with these things that, that, that disrupt testosterone production. 
And so it's, it's extensive. There's so many different things that affect you. So one of the ingredients inside Mojo, actually two, Tongatali and Boron are anti-estrogenic. They help your body deal with and methylate that extra estrogen. And so they help you actually increase testosterone and then, you know, zinc and magnesium. But, but even also, I would say also our diets have changed. There was a time when uh, human beings today were eating less whole food, we're eating more processed grains and vegetable oils. We're eating actually less, less beef, which I think I think steak is highly beneficial, especially for supporting you know testosterone function. Um, we're eating a bit more chicken, and it's funny enough, we're actually consuming less sugar now. And sugar is the most demonized. We're actually eating less sugar than forty years ago. And is that bad? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad. Well, actually, I was we're actually. We're, we're, we're eating less sugar. We're well. The, it, we're eating more high fructose corn syrup, which is harder for the body to handle. But um, I've never been one to completely demonize sugar. I think a little bit in moderation is not that big of a deal as long as you're eating healthy, wholesome food. Oh, um, really? You got dessert every night? I have. I have, yeah, 20% of my calories. I have whatever dessert. I want. But it's important. Like, I'm a big believer in eating healthy, wholesome food. Steak. Like steak to me is is the one food I could never replace. If I was like, oh, like let's replace potatoes, okay, fine, no chicken, whatever. But like, you're not replacing steak. Steak's also the best. Steak it's the best, really, man. It's Everyone's irreplaceable. Favorite. Do you know what's funny? You say how diets have changed. Like if you, especially in North America, I feel like they've really changed, especially in the last like 50 years. Like if you go to Europe, like nobody's gluten intolerant in Europe. Like it's yeah. like gluten intolerance doesn't exist out there because they eat like they eat. More real food, a lot of like fresh foods, they're, farm they're, food. There, yeah. There's this. It's well, the, here the it's farming like process. The the, the the farming is different. They use way less pesticides. Their water systems way cleaner. Um, the food quality is way higher. Like I think they use like ten times more um, pesticides on their foods. Um, if you go, they to, do or we do. No, sorry, America. Yeah, yeah America uses yeah. sorry, sorry yeah, ten yeah. times more pesticides. If I'm yeah. Um, so the the food quality is way higher there. And, you know, it is a game of like, if you're talking about fat loss, it is calories in versus calories out, but like your health, your hormonal function can actually influence, uh, your, how many calories you're burning, your hunger and stuff like that. Like I went to Spain, dude, for about two weeks, man. And my face just looked more Devin commentators like, yo, your skin's looking crazy. Well, <laughs> and I was having like a couple margs every night and my, I, I felt better. I was, I was, I got a bit leaner. Like you do get healthy in Europe, and also the other thing. But well, mine, you're also one of a kind because the rest of us go to Europe. We're fucking eating pasta and pizza every fucking day, and I'm I I'm gaining like ten pounds in three weeks. Well, you know what? I, I did like I did like t I I fast. I didn't eat first thing in the morning, which I always do. I had coffee. Yeah, I did like twenty thousand steps a day on average. I had like a maybe thousand. What kind of fucking Europe trip are you going on? That twenty thousand steps. My man's doing laps around the Coliseum. I would. I was walking, dude. I was walking for four hours a day. I was walking a lot. I did. I walked a lot. I had like I had like croissant and like turkey bagel sandwich for lunch. I had a good thousand calories. Man, a good a good croissant sandwich in Europe. Oh, slaps that, I had different. a croissant sandwich. Yeah, those yeah. Are good, croissant man. sandwich slaps different. I had a good in sandwich. Europe. But so you know, we, it it takes a, a a small couple little changes makes a big difference. So if you use if you're having a breakfast, if you skip the breakfast, you walk. You have like whatever you want for lunch within reason, you know, and then you know you have your nice dinner feast. People though, I will say like in, in, in Europe, they would like, I, I'm used to eating like a good pound of steak for dinner and like, 
you know, I sometimes order two steaks at dinner and they're like, impossible, we cannot do, only one. <laughs> they didn't like me ordering two steaks. I was like, don't worry, I'm going to eat it all. So My man's fucking living large, yeah. still crushes 20,000 20, steps. And I got famoused. We, I, I, I took some. Wait, you got what? I, I got famoused. Where is that? Is that a word? I got famoused. I, I think like, you know, one of the guys it's I work with. a real with, word. We're, we're taking some guys I work with out to this big dinner, this Michelin five-star dinner, whatever it was. And. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's go there. And then just like, I got famous. Like, I, we all showed up to this dinner starving. And it was like a $4,000 dinner, four or $5,000 dinner. And they're bringing these tiny little portions. And it's I'm like, little bites. There's little bites, man. And I'm like, I'm like, guys, you got to bring me more steak, please. And they're like, they're like, is this prank? Is this a joke? I'm like, no, I'm literally starving. Like, I'm not <laughs> dropping four grand and leaving hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's how Michelin star restaurants are. Like, I, you know, you, you know get what? twenty plates. Each plate is like the size of this, and each meal's like the size of this. Like, I just wanted a little bit of steak, man. I get that. I know, dude. You know, this they is, did. They actually did bring me more steak. It was all good. Uh, off, yeah. completely off topic. What is your death row meal? Uh, you know what? Well, it depends if it's like if it's You're like dying, so you don't have to like if think. If it's like eleven a.m., then I'm definitely still fasting. <laughs> Oh my god! Get the fuck out of here! Podcast over. We're done. Daddy's about to go shut it off or something right now. It's I'm, not break, I'm not breaking my fast till three o'clock. Uh, no so, meal. So okay. No, so no it's meal. it's seven p.m. You know you're gonna die tomorrow. What's the meal? And be as descriptive as possible. Definitely, like definitely. You know what I really like? I like uh, a nice uh, a nice. A porterhouse because you get the New York, you get the yeah. tenderloin, some delicious potatoes. The meat near the bone is always nice too. The meat off the bone and like some cake, you know, like a well, where, carrot where, where cake. Where are you getting? So just the, the porterhouse and mashed potatoes or regular potatoes? I do some crispy, like some crispy potatoes of some sort. Okay, like, where, what's it? Where's the steak from? Like any specific restaurant? Um, you know, it could be from. You can go to any city and find a really good steak. So. Um, so I guess it depends where you're gonna die. Yeah, there, there, there's a there's a handful, but you know, like any really good steakhouse will do. Okay. So what kind of cake? Like a uh, uh, carrot cake. You know, I'd probably get pick like three cakes. Have like a bite of each. You know. Yeah, you're gonna die. It doesn't matter. So I'll, I'll have like a little piece of each. Cake, you know? carrot, a coconut cake, Co carrot cake, Ooh, coconut. That's interesting. A nice chocolate cake. You know. I do. I've always. Some people don't like desserts. Like some people that really enjoy eating, they don't like desserts. I've always enjoyed desserts. I've enjoyed it all: steak, potatoes, desserts, sweets. I'm not a huge candy guy. I prefer like ch like cookies and cake and stuff. That's fair. I'm uh, yeah. my my fucking kryptonite's popcorn. Like I fuck bro, with that's, popcorn. That's big time. Popcorn's like super average, bro. No, oh man, it's my average. seasoning. You've been to my house. Like I'll make like. Yeah. Four bags, but each bag's like one's light buttery, one's buttery, one's air pop, one's like the cheese popcorn from the store, and I've got all these like different seasonings, and like I'm really good at mixing them too, and I've got the olive oil spray. My, my challenge with popcorn, dude, is like I like I like do not like hearing people chew, and you go to movie theater, oh, there's always that go, like they go like they they grab a whole. Thing That's my dad. That's my out. dad, man. Oh, They're chewing sorry, for Frank. hours. You man, know? I love my dad, but my dad like sometimes I'll just oh. look at him. I'm like in the middle of the movie, like my parents, I'll just look at my dad, like really. Cause I eat like yeah. two or three at a time. Yeah. Like I grab like two and I just place them. And, nice and my big bowl of popcorn lasts me like an two hour and a half, two yeah. hours. Cause it's a massive bowl, but I take my sweet time and I enjoy yeah. each bite. Nice. Cause my dad's like a scooper. 
just he grabs a handful and he like crumples it like while he's grabbing. I was like, I'm like, oh, Frank, I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, no, I can't. That would drive. But me you know, crazy. I hate about popcorns, with, especially with seasoning. I wake up and my face is so like swollen from all the sodium and shit. Like, shit. I wake up like my eyes like. I wake up on Monday mornings. So I usually do movie night every Sunday night. And I wake up, my eyes are like this. And I'm like, fuck. And like, you're just so dehydrated. Even though I've drank like three bottles of water during that movie, it's just can't win. When you go to the movie that, theater, yeah. do you eat your popcorn before the movie starts? Never. Never. That's my biggest pet peeve. I'll wait for the movie to start before I touch my popcorn. How come? I just think like it's meant to like eat during the movie. Wait, that's your Why? biggest pet peeve? Like ever? one of them. Going to the movies, like if you're sitting next to me, wait, like do not eat the popcorn. Wait I like, I'll till take the my previews. own I'll take my own bag, put it down, I don't start eating it until the movie starts. Wait, you know what's interesting is that I I don't I don't I used to like go to movies and buy popcorn and stuff like that. And then I, I just, was like, I'm still fascinated. Can't watch the movie yet. <laughs> no, no, no but, can't watch the movie. But I, I, I do like, out of here, Greg. I'll do like a ten o'clock movie. And I used to go to movies and buy popcorn. And I've gone to movies and just not bought any snacks. It's the same thing. Like it's the same thing. It yeah. literally is. Yeah, like I go to the it, movies maybe once a year now. I'm gonna like, go to the movies and get popcorn. Like the, I bring my own bowl to the theaters when I go. Like, okay, but you're it, on an, if, like a next level. If you. I actually recommend everyone sort of like not track their calories, but just be able to guesstimate it. But if you track your calories for two weeks, which I think is good for everyone to do, just track it so you know. So you know what's worth it and what's not worth it. Um, it's never worth it to, to go to a movie theater and buy those popcorn snacks. Like it's no end to the amount of calories you're taking in. It's not worth it. It's, like a kitty and, <laughs> and I'm someone that like will go and like eat two Kit Kats and stuff. The popcorn that you buy, the, you're eating it for an, an hour and a half. You're taking in a thousand calories. You're probably burning a couple hundred just like moving your arm in and out. You're burning right? nothing, dude. <laughs> you're burning like, zero. That, that you're, movement? You're, yeah, you're burning nothing, dude. Yeah, but I do, popcorn's not the best snack. Oh, I love popcorn. But, Greg, you're not going to win this battle, but, but I will it, never go, not get go popcorn. To, go to a movie. Don't eat any food. And it will suck. Then the next time you go, you'll just be used to it. And you'll watch the movie without food. You don't need to like have popcorn. So fun fact, I've, I give up popcorn. I've given up popcorn maybe like twice in my life. And the last time I did it was for Lent about five or six years ago. And I'm not really Catholic or Christian, but it was maybe during COVID maybe. And we decided to give something up. My whole family did. And I gave up popcorn. And I would watch movies all of Lent because like, you know, Lent's what, five weeks or something? 40 days. So, yeah, just over five weeks. And I gave up popcorn, and I definitely did not enjoy the movies as much. <laughs> Every single movie you watch is with popcorn? Every movie I watch at Elaine and Frank's house has popcorn. It's really bad for your digestion. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I got, I, 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 I'll just fucking drink a lot of water the next day. I'll go to the gym, and I'll be fine. And I'm okay with that. That's my. How many how many calories are in the popcorn you're having? Oh, typically? at least two thousand. Yeah, it's not worth it, dude. Bro, it's for, not it worth is it. 100 you could have worth so it. you could have so many different things for way less calories. There are way. I don't know if it's actually two thousand. Maybe I'm I mean it could be a thousand. Who knows? I don't know how much. Mine is mine. Just like the three, four bags. The, right? the buttery really like. But one's adds. air pop though. One's air pop. Yeah. That's kind of healthy. <laughs> yeah, but liter But you know what? Greg's it's, looking at me like. Oh, I'll, fuck. I'll watch movies at home and I'll finish off like my last four or five hundred calories and it's great, but. You know, but like the problem is the problem with with um, fat loss is just foods that you're mindlessly snacking on. You don't know how many calories you're taking in. If you go to the fridge, you grab a Magnum ice cream bar and you know it's 280 calories and you can you, like you, you know what you're getting. That's fine. But when you start grabbing food, it could be popcorn, it could be crackers, it could be almonds and you don't know how many calories you're taking in and you're mindlessly snacking on it. That's what fucks up fat loss. You just have to know. 
And like, you can be flexible, eat a healthy lunch, go eat a healthy dinner. But as far as like adding snacks, you have to count the calories of the snacks because it just can add up. It's so easy to go from, and everyone's like, oh, well, I barely eat any calories. I eat 1800 calories. I, I work out. I don't eat that much. I could follow you for 24, for, for 12 hours of the day. And I, I know how much you're eating. You're eating way more than you think you are. Every single person without fail. So like you have to make sure it's worth it. Hey, if it's, if the 2000 calories, if you, if you track and you're like, yeah, this is worth it to me, then that's your choice. Right. But you're going to be like, fuck, that's not worth it. You know, that thousand calories is not worth it. Fucking I mean, worth it to me every time. No, okay. No, but what <laughs> okay. you're saying is so true. So my, my dad's a heavier set guy. And you can and still do popcorn. You just have to be like, you just can't have like the 1200 calories yeah, of popcorn. Yeah. For me, I'd, I'll just work out twice as hard that day. Okay. I'll justify This guy really <laughs> likes his popcorn. You, he, when's the popcorn company coming out? Uh, no, do you know? Well, Powell's Popcorn. Powell's Popcorn. Wow. Oh, wow. 10% right here. <laughs> Lock it no, in. No, no, I'm, gonna fucking, I'm snagging. Yeah, they're cutting this part out of the podcast. Nobody heard it. No, uh, no but my, you're right. What you're saying. So my dad, he's a heavyset guy. My dad, when he tries and really makes an effort, my dad can lose weight fairly fast. The problem is he loves snacking. So my dad will be like, I didn't eat that much this time. But the problem is we'll go to bed and he'll have the bag of chips. And he'll just, while he's standing there checking his phone, he'll just keep grabbing, grabbing, grabbing. It's like, you don't realize in the three minutes that you stood there and you grabbed chips, you probably had like 300 calories. It was just like, it was that fast and you're not paying attention. Or he'll grab, I don't know, something out of the fridge and eat the leftover lasagna. It's a small piece. Okay, you didn't realize that you already had dinner. That extra 200 calories yeah. is the difference between and, you losing you and, know, a pound at the end of the week or you and, not losing a pound. And the brain the is so interesting because you can talk to someone and be like, how many calories did you have? And they have complete blind spots. Any mindless snacking, it doesn't register. Oh, I only had 1,500 calories. They, they're blind to it. And so like you, you have to... The, one of the biggest things for fat loss is you create the times every day that you're eating, whether it's you're breaking your fast at one o'clock, you're having your dinner at 6 p.m. You get to have your snack at nine o'clock. And, and then, you know, if you want to be flexible, just eat whatever you want, healthy, whatever, wholesome food for lunch, dinner, and then give yourself a 500 calorie snack at night. And it's, it's, it's way better. Like I've gone and chiseled and lean having, you know, Chapman's ice cream, vanilla ice cream with some chocolate chips. I'd track four or 500 calories. I'd always wait for it to melt a little bit before I'd eat it. You know, yeah, get yeah. Little, get soft. And I had ice cream last night. Wait, I, I put know? mine in the microwave last night. Just if everyone just fasted, ate reasonably healthy, focus on a bit more lean protein for lunch and dinner and just gave themselves whatever it is. It could be 300 calories, 500 calories. Just track it and just track that snack. So the only time you're eating is a healthy, lean lunch, a good, healthy dinner. And then you can have four or 500 calories. You decide the amount you could have. You, if you want to start at 800, start there. If you're losing fat, great. If you're not losing fat, cut it down a little bit. Um, that's the best way to do it. And that's also like, there, there is a, there is two elements in fitness, right? You have the people that are neurotic that have five years of my fitness pal, everything tracked. And it almost becomes like, like a mental disease. Like they're just, it's a mental illness. And then you have people that just mindlessly go through. And of course, eventually, if you don't track anything, you're gonna hit a sticking point. I recommend just eating healthy, wholesome food and just track the extra calories you have track that. You know, and if you need to tighten up a little bit, tighten up a little bit, but that's the best way to do it. Cause it's easy. It's easy to, it, it's hard to track wholesome food, steak, broccoli, potatoes. It takes a bit more effort, but it's easy to go and track the popcorn. Okay. This is this much popcorn, you know, or the Kit Kat. So my, my brother did exactly that. My brother doesn't work out, but before his wedding, he lost, I think close to 30 pounds and shout out John, if he's listening to this, he lost 30 pounds, just strictly counting calories. Yeah. And he's just like, you don't realize so many little things. And even the other day we were talking about, cause I, uh, I have these like pre 
made meals delivered to my office. That's like how I eat lunch every day. And they give you these energy balls. And we're like, oh, how many calories do you think there are? I'm like, I don't know. I never checked. I never cared to look, right? I don't, I don't track calories. And he's like, there are 100, and, there are 100 calories, I think, or 120. He's like, fuck, I'd rather have two lint chocolates. Yeah. And two lint chocolates is less, is, I think they're equal calories or something. Like and that. then it hits the spot. You know? <clears throat> yeah. And then he's just like, and he's the type that he'll do that and he'll track every single thing. And he, he lost again, I think close to 30 pounds and looked yeah. unbelievable. Now, it, he doesn't do it anymore because now he's not, you know, he's trying to just maintain a healthy lifestyle and he kind of just eyeballs it now. Yeah. But again, he knows yeah. at the end of every day he can have this amount of snacks because when he was tracking it, that's what he was allowed. You right? have to do the two or three weeks of just tracking it. It's not that fun, but it's the exact same thing of... Because then you know how of, to eyeball it after. Yeah, it's the exact same thing of having an income and then going out, going shopping, going to Yorkville, going wherever and walking to a store and not seeing any price, you know? Going into the designer stores, not seeing any price and be like, fuck, that $1,000 t-shirt wasn't worth, but imagine you don't see any prices and you're just, you're just spending money. So it's like the same thing. If you're, you know, it's easy to blow money and spend way too much and not, it not be worth it if you don't, can't see yeah. the price of everything. Yeah, so most right. people don't see the price of food and I don't mean the actual price. I mean the, the calories. calories. It's true. Like when you're trying to budget and you're trying to get your finances in order, and I'm sure a lot of people listening and, to this are in that position because most of our listeners are give or take 30. And and the, also, if you're going to go out for dinner, I go out for dinner all the time. I, sometimes I go out for dinner five nights a week, nice dinners, and I order a big dinner. And one of the things where people go wrong is like, if I'm trying to get lean, I will skip the appetizer. The appetizer is never worth it. It's way more, you're adding 600 calories to an already big meal. So you cannot do the appetizer unless you get a little shrimp cocktail. Um, I will not get a salad at dinner because the salad is also packed with calories and and people will be like oh you know get the salad get the ve and the veggies if you get a side of you know cauliflower side of god forbid brussels sprouts you're adding 500 calories so if you Bro, don't tell me that i love brussels so sprouts. if you're gonna go out for dinner order have it if you want to have an appetizer have a shrimp cocktail and just order what you want the real thing the nice steak hell even order the hamburger and fries but avoid the veggies avoid the salad if you're gonna, if you want veggies and salad, make it at home. You do not want to have a 900 calorie salad before you eat dinner. You do not want to have 600 calories of Brussels sprouts that are oily. You know, so get the hamburger, get the steak, get the fries, but skip all those extra things. Because and then the mind's like, oh well, I'm healthy. I ate salad. No, you ate it like 800 calories, and then you had your dinner. And so like the the meal that you people will be, they'll see like, oh, you guys having a hamburger, he's eating a lot of calories, and it's like, no, the person that's ordering the salad and the side of Brussels sprouts and ordering like the little fish is actually taking in more calories and feeling less full. And the person was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna get the 16 ounce New York strip. Well, don't you remember when, uh, what was it? The was it McDonald's salad that had more calories than the Big Mac? Wasn't this like 10 years ago? It was like a big thing. And then McDonald's had to change their salad dressing because the dressing was like 600 calories for one serving. And it was like, it, it went maybe not viral, but like it was a big thing in the news yeah. and everyone kept saying it. Cause like, fuck, everyone's eating salad thinking they're being healthy. Meanwhile, there was more sodium in it. There was more calories, more everything else. We had this debate, I feel like, on another podcast. Me and you? No, when George was on the podcast about the difference between wraps, like tortilla wraps and actual bread. Oh, yeah. People and think the they're being healthy content. when they're eating tortilla wraps. You know, it's like the same calories. Yeah, right. it's even more. Right. Yeah, it's just tiny, right? It's interesting when you when you think it's, about it because, like, again, people said, oh, I'm going to get a salad to start and I'll get a fish to be healthy, right? Yeah. But then when you say, look at it at the end, you combine them, it's more than the steak and the potatoes or something. Yeah, and then, you know, you think you're being... you're like, oh, carbs are bad. Carbs, okay, well, carbs aren't really bad. Like, carbs are energy, basically. 
Yeah, but I'll, I'll just go to dinner and I'll have exactly what I want. I'll skip, like, it's, it's an ROI decision. Is having 600 calories of Brussels sprouts worth it? No. Is having a 800 calorie salad worth it? No. I'm just going to have a freaking old fashioned or a Cadillac margarita, a couple pieces of shrimp, a big steak. And I'm going to eat like, and if they bring me this massive mountain of fries, I don't have to be like a genius or rocket science scientist and know it's way too much. So I'll just grab like whatever two handfuls, whatever is a reasonable portion. I'm like, boom, that's my 1300 calories, you know? But again, I, I could go to dinner, feel less satisfied and eat 2000, but just because I made the wrong decisions. It, you have to just know, right? And like you said, you, you have to track it for two weeks to know what's what. And I'm talking about being strict, like being really dialed in. And this is if you're going out for dinner all the time. If you're going out for dinner once a month, just do whatever you want. It's not a big deal. But when you're trying to really be locked in and get to a lean, lean state, you have to be a little more specific. Yeah, you have to be very mindful of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, we are nearing that point, but I wanted to get into the fashion aspect now. Okay. So we had Devin on and I've seen, I came to the fashion show. Was it last year? Yeah. The one at Laval? Yeah. Uh, no, we did the ask party at Laval. We did Hotel the Hotel X or no, which one? Yeah. No, we did like a little, we drank at Laval afterwards. When you jumped in the water. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Um, when did the fashion line start? Cause I have some shirts too that Dev gave me as well. Like the, the long sleeve and the short sleeve. Yeah. When did that start and why? So it started in, uh, my years are mixed up, but something like 2018, 2018. And, uh, I wanted to just like, I did a lot of shopping. I went to different stores and I, I do see the value in, 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 in style and fashion as a man. And it makes a big difference. If you're fit and you wear, you dress well, it's instant. Like it takes four months to really start to get in really good shape, get lean. Like all my program takes about f most people four months to get really, really sharp. You can look better in four minutes with the right outfit. So it's huge power in dressing well. And so I, I went to lots of stores. I bought lots of stuff and I made a point to like have it my own sense of style. And I get lots of people comp, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd you get this? And I'd find something I like and then all of a sudden they stopped selling it and then I try something else. It doesn't fit right. And so I started taking my favorite pieces and then it was all about like adjusting the fit a little bit. Oh, I like this fabric. Now we're using like a 95% bamboo fabric, which is not only is it good for the environment, but a lot of like, um, a, a lot of synthetic fabrics actually are not good for you. Yeah, they have, they have like, what do you mean? chemicals and phthalates that are that you're getting exposed to. Rayons, all kinds of endocrine disrupting chemicals. So um, what kind of, what? Endocrine disrupting. So basically that exposure you have to your skin uh, can impair your body's own testosterone production. Okay. Now how much it's going to impair is, you know, up for debate, but even a, a, a big example, right? So let's say you're getting that so super soft pair of synthetic underwear, boxers, you know, and, uh, that the research on men wearing polyester underwear, it, it's so bad for you. It's considered like a form of contraceptive. You could, you, you, your sperm count will go down and, and it'll be harder to get someone pregnant. Sorry. Say this again. What, which, which type of boxers the uh, polyester you want it. You definitely want to wear cotton boxers or bamboo. You do not want to wear polyester. A lot of that overly soft fabric is a man-made synthetic polyester. It's the same for women too, like cotton fabric always. Cotton and all, it's, but you know what? A lot of men didn't know it's important. The research on polyester underwear is so bad. You can wear polyester underwear 24 seven and you're gonna have a much harder time getting a girl pregnant. But you, like, if you're not trying to get someone pregnant, like, you still don't want to be in that position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, oh, I, oh, I'm saving a fortune on condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I save like 40 bucks this month. <laughs> yeah. Don't use it as a contraceptive, but, but it, it, can, it can be bad and men do not know. So you do want to wear 
ideally like a looser form. We might be doing a Kino bamboo. Yeah, just got the okay. Yeah, you want to use a, a natural, a natural, ninety-five percent bamboo. And so, and so that's that's also when it's connected to your to your you know family jewels. If you're wearing a t-shirt, obviously it's not gonna be quite as bad, but it's not ideal for op like it's it's one of those things you want to use a natural fabric. And so this is a French Terry from Kino Clothing. We're doing the bamboo line and just really cool, well-fitting stuff um, that fits you know that sort of movie star body. And so that's been the fashion. And sort of my belief on fashion is like there's sort of two elements to it. Um, one hand I, for men i like to just do daily uniforms it's i i have a lot going on i don't want to make too many decisions so if i'm going out for a dinner if i'm going out to meet some friends out at night i don't want to think boom i'm wearing this pair of pants this henley top you know i want to have different uniforms for different things because a lot of guys out there that don't really understand style or fashion they just buy all this random stuff they don't know how to wear it they this shirt they spent 200 dollars on they've worn it once nothing fits together you want to think about style and fashion as creating your looks your uniforms for different settings and so that's part of it like the first thing for a guy to do is 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 get in shape when you get in shape clothes look way better you don't have to spend a lot of money if the fit is good you're going to look good that's the first level second level is like build those uniforms dress simple you don't need to be fancy the guys that dress way too hard have way too many loud things going on it doesn't look good but then from there then you can do your statement pieces then you can add a little bit of flair like devin with his cool jackets you can do you know i i have my own little statement pieces i'll rock once in a while but get in shape get the uniforms and then you can kind of have fun and play around with different different looks and stuff i love that yeah can you help ricky with his clothes he's good Th this <laughs> is my staple i'm a plain white <laughs> in what world guy. i'm a plain white t-shirt guy fitted jeans but again it goes back to step one when you're fit things look better i'm not saying i'm the most jack guy in the room but today I'm the second. But then, you know, you know? <laughs> I also recommend like as a man and you know, you're around my age as you get into your early thirties, like it's also good to like mix it, like to level it up a little bit, kind of like James Bond, like get into the trousers, the more of the button down stuff. Yeah. So it's good to let your style, you should, your style should usually evolve every five to 10 years. You don't want to dress the same as when you're 25 and 30. You want it to sort of level up and mature with you. Like, That's fair. You know, like only like Adam Sandler can pull off the look he's doing, where he's dressing like a fourteen-year-old teenager. He can pull it off. He's, he's worth also like fucking Adam Sandler. He's worth like four hundred million dollars. He's he's trying to be relatable and stuff. He's Adam Sandler. He can do anything, okay? But you don't want to be do like you want your style to progress as you progress as a man. Yeah, and then I I think too like it's what you wear on a day-to-day -day basis. Like I work in construction. That's my day job. Like I yeah. I'm not going there to impress anybody. When I go out and I throw on a suit. At this age, if you don't have well-fitting, properly tailored suits, like, what are you doing? Right. Like, I see people wearing suits that aren't tailored properly. I'm like, how are you 30-something years old and you're wearing a baggy suit that doesn't fit you or the, the, you know, the jacket's too long or the sleeves are too long or the pants yes. are bunched up at the shoes? I'm like, what is happening right now? And you, and you know what? Like, women have such an eye for this. Like, women will judge you based on how your style is put together and they'll instantly inform a negative opinion if you don't have your style right. It's, it's, you know what's funny is that fitness and style can do the exact same thing. You get in shape and you're like, fuck, I'm confident, I feel good, I'm gonna go out and you walk into the world with that extra confidence. You put on some outfit that you don't really think about, you just put in this on, you look in the mirror, you don't like how you look, then all of a sudden you walk into the day from a negative standpoint. So, but if you dress well, put a bit of emphasis into how you look, it just, it can be a rippling effect where you feel more confident. 
people people see you dress better and i did not know how to dress like i did not know how to dress when i was younger i had no clue i didn't i i i just had like some adidas track pants and just random like camp t-shirts and i remember we'd have like dress down day at my school i went to and i like what school did you go to i went to like this this school like this high school is called greenwood okay it was like uh it was a you know it was a cool high school um it was was interesting high school it it had like the idea was like teaching kids like to be like build character there was camping trips and stuff like that um so i uh but yeah, I, I never really dressed. And then I think one at one point I was 16, I got a girlfriend. And the first thing she did is like, okay, we're going shopping. We're getting you some some cute outfits. And then I, I dressed different. I got, women know style very well usually. And I dressed different. And then uh, I, f- I felt it. I'd go to parties. I just feel this massive difference. It's like, an like look at Crazy Stupid Love, Ryan, Ryan, um, Ryan Gosling, Gosling, right? Steve yeah. Ryan, yeah, Steve Carell. Like, the very first thing he does after he gets divorced and his confidence is down is he brings him to the gym and he takes him out. He's like, you're wearing the 44 when you be wearing a 42 regular. Like, what are you doing? Uh, and so he gets his style up and then he's, he's it, it's like that first catalyst. Yeah, and so if you're feeling down, you're feeling low confident, then just getting to the gym and just dressing a little bit better can make a big influence. I agree with that 100%. I, like, I think anytime I feel my worst, I go to the gym. That's like, that's always step one. Mind you, it's like, I'm similar to you where it's like ingrained in my mind. Um, but I think that is a big thing. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Sick. The mojo's coming to Canada. You guys got Canada audience or American? Yeah, Canadian, Canadian, got mostly Canadian. Canadian. Awesome. So the mojo's coming to Canada. No more, but, but um, no more duties. And, and again, like there is this whole element of style where you have to kind of get out of your comfort zone. If you're used to just wearing sloppy clothing, you're used to having it not tailored. And then, you know, you get out of that comfort zone and eventually this whole element, like two guys could wear the exact same outfit and one guy could pull it off and one guy couldn't. So there is this element like where it's not just the clothes, but it's you, it's how you carry yourself. Yeah. And it can be trial and error too. Like I've put on outfits and I've thought, you know, this outfit is amazing and it sucked and vice versa. I'm like outfit. I didn't really love. And I went out and I got so many compliments on it. It's like, it is trial and error. I do want to ask, because we were at that time, what's like, what's the next thing you're working on? Because you seem like you're always doing a lot and like you're obviously, you do social media, you do fitness, you do supplements, you do fashion, clothing, like Correct. what's, what's Correct. next for you? Like what's the next so, thing? Things have, you? you know, things have really come together in a lot of ways um, and I'm really, really happy with where things are. The one thing I've been sort of disappointed with myself at is that I haven't taken my programs which have transformed hundreds of thousands of lives and I haven't put it into an app. And so I've been kind of beating myself up about it. Um, And so I am gonna be launching an app. The beta launch will be November. I'm working with a top developer. We're talking every day and we're we're putting something awesome together and I'm really, really excited um, because this business, we have the clothing line, we have the supplement lines, but the lifeblood of it has always been my programs that taught people the training, the nutrition, taught them how to get into movie star shape. That's been the lifeblood. You know, that's that's where everything comes down to. And so now creating an awesome app where you go in the app, you put in your, you can track your stats, you start the workout, you see what you did last time. It, you know, to, to do it in the phone is so huge. And so that's really my next project, which will be done, which will, I mean, it, I'll always sort of be improving it, but that will come to 
fruition in the beta launch November and then like the official launch in January and I and I'm I'm freaking fired up about it. Like we found a really sharp developer and uh, I'm I'm doing something awesome here. I don't like to do something if it's half assed. That's why I've I've kind of uh, that's why I haven't done it yet. And so now like it's it's time. So I'm really excited. Man, you know this is a good answer too. So I was like, I, I, a lot of people be like, oh, you know, I'm doing a little bit of this, doing a little bit of that. It's like, no, you had something you're working on too. And I just kind of felt it too. Thank you. No, I'm really, and I know, like, I know what my audience wants and I genuinely feel bad that I haven't done it sooner. And I know they've wanted this app and I used to, they used to tell me, when's the app? When's the app? They almost, they, they're like, they don't even ask anymore, any, anymore. It's been too long. But the good news is it's fucking good and it's coming soon and this is real. So... But I, I don't, but I, yeah, the, oh yes. You know, I don't, I don't want to talk about the app too much because I just want to do it. I just want to do it. I don't want to talk about it. It's like, it's coming. I'm not going to say anything else about it. It's going to be sick. And then, and then, you know, everyone knows I break my fast every day with like a Rice Krispie treat. Sometimes Starbucks, sometimes this Summer Hill Market in my house, they make them really good. But I want to make my own that's naturally sweetened. Uh, we use MCT oil, no vegetable oils, really satiating, crunchy with a little bit of protein in it. And so we have our own Kino Krispie treat. And it's super limited. It's gonna sell out, and it's gonna take us probably six months to restock it. But in that time, everyone that gets it is gonna fucking love it. I'm gonna save myself at least four months worth. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna need like, I'm gonna need like at least like you know I'm gonna need like 150 bars, bro. I'm gonna ha have them, bro. I, but we had the samples months ago. Yeah. We had we had the samples months ago, and I ate it. I'm like, this is good. This is super filling for 200 calories. It hits the spot. But I'm like, what am I? What's my family gonna think? What are my friends gonna think? What are guys gonna think? What are girls gonna think? They were like, please do this. And it was super expensive to launch it. Like the, 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 the margins are really not good on it. It takes forever to make, you need to do massive orders. And so it's really like financially, it's kind of like, I don't want, but it's that good, we're doing it anyway. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. And if nothing else, me and Devin, can, we, can, we can eat like 100,000 bars. We, we, we can eat them. <laughs> we'll eat them every day. And it's good. Like it's, it's, I want to do something that's a little bit healthier than getting a Rice Krispie Square. So we use Stevia. Uh, and it's, it's really, it tastes good. It's got protein. It's satiating. Is it just like, um, like normal Rice Krispie flavor? It's a normal Rice Krispie flavor. A little bit of vanilla and stuff. But um. You know, we might do a cocoa one down the road, but honestly, like, it's just kind of like, it's coming. I haven't talked about it very, very much because I know that, like, it's, we don't have, like, if we restock it, it's going to take forever. And, like, so I'm just like, you know what, let's just, let's, we'll let people do it. But, um, the, yeah, it's coming soon. I'll, I'll, we'll bring you some. I bring, I'll, I'll get some, I'll snag over some You can some send of that me dance. the Powell popcorn, bro. Buddy, I'll get <laughs> popcorn, <laughs> man. We have one flavor. That's it. One flavor to you. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Um, <laughs> Danny, I don't know. You got anything else, Danny? I think I'm good. I feel like this was a boys episode. Danny was just sitting there sorry. listening. No, no, it's I feel okay. Bad. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's like, no, no. You know, so, you know it's, it's nice because so I used to do it with my, one of my other best friends, George, and it's having Danny on is nice because you get a female perspective and like when we have especially when you have women on the on the pod too it's nice to have like a woman that they can vibe with but sometimes you just have the boys episodes well, you know what she knew Sorry, all Dan. about the the cotton underwear yeah she did she knew about the cotton the poly no polyester da Danny's yeah. gonna be text me like I went to the gym today everyone I'm inspired everyone watching this episode check check your underwear label is it polyester is it cotton I'd so polyester's bad cotton's good correct if 
Any, anything cotton is great. Anything synthetic. Yeah. Rayon's bad. Anything synthetic is not ideal. So do not. Cause I feel yeah. like my, all my boxes are like comfy and soft and like. Yeah. Most cow, there are some cotton Calvins. Um, I actually, you know what? Funny enough. I just got I back from my, I just got back from my trip. I haven't done laundry. So I'm wearing polyester right now. I'm wearing polyester, sex. bro. No, no, you can have sex. <laughs> I, I can. You can have sex. I can. You know. No babies. Uh, Greg, appreciate you coming on though. I'm glad we got a chance to do this. I'm glad we randomly bumped into each other at Paris, Texas. Yeah. Um, if people want to find out more about you, all the products and everything, where can they go? How can they find you? Very, very simple. Uh, you can connect with me on Instagram. I'm active every day. Greg O'Gallagher on Instagram. And then my main hub is kinobody.com. Uh, and that's where you can get the mojo, check out my stuff. And uh, if you're looking for a fitness app to follow, then stay tuned. That will be coming in November. Beauty. Beauty. And guys, if you made it to the end of this, make sure you give Greg a follow. Give us a follow. Share this with your friends. And other than that, signing off, pals. Cheers. You like to Cheers. drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high. I got alone, no one thing. And I.